Yo, what up, what up, what up? This is the Lazy Philosophers Podcast, and we are back in the building. Thank you guys so much for the support on my last podcast episode. I really appreciate you guys. I really bore my soul, and I felt really good. I'm going to be honest with you. That was one of the most therapeutic things that um, I have done. So if you guys are going through anything, record a hour-long monologue about how you feel about it. No one else has to hear it, you know. Um, I chose to let people hear it, but um, it really helps. You know, no matter who can provide you with the right answer, it always helps whenever you provide yourself with the answer. Whereas it is you are your own greater man, you know, the mentor within yourself. And so I'm trying something a little bit new today, right? Uh, I downloaded a word generator app, and I am going to just... Because I, I, I kind of didn't have an idea of where I wanted this podcast to go. I'm going to talk about the first thing that came up. And the first thing that came up was death. And one of the interesting things about death that I think is terrifying when you really grasp it. It is, it is that death is the final period, right? It punctua- punctuates your life with a period. There can be no more put into your life after you die. And... Non-existence is the norm, right? We didn't exist for billions of years before this and will not exist for trillions or maybe even infinite amount of time afterwards. And so our existence is a rare opportunity to do, to live, right? And a lot of people have... All these ideas about like life after death being something so divine, right? Something like, oh man, there it's heaven and heaven is going to be great. And I don't believe in heaven. Not because I'm an atheist. I am, for those of you who don't know, I'm a panentheist, pluralist, mystic, which means I believe that the universe is inside God. That most religions are kind of right, but truth is found within. And I coined all of that um, and I threw it together. And that's the most pretentious sounding name um, for a spiritual study. But it is my metaphysical belief. And um, But I am going to read to you a Richard Dawkins quote, who is a famed atheist. Um, we are, All right. And... Pulling it up right now. This word generator thing is fun because I have no idea where this is going to go. Literally pulled it up a second before. And um, yeah, but this is my quote that I really enjoy. We are going to die. And that makes us the lucky ones. Most people are never going to die because they are never going to be born. The potential people who could have lived, who could have been here in my place, but will in fact never see the light of day outnumber the sands of Arabia. Certainly, those unborn ghosts include greater poets than Keats, scientists greater than Newton. We know this because of the sets of DNA of people allowed by our DNA sets massively exceeds the set of actual people. In the teeth of stupefying, in the teeth of stupefying odds, it is you and I, in our ordinariness, that are here. We privileged few who won the lottery of birth against all odds. How dare we whine at our inevitable return to that prior state from which the vast majority have never stirred. And um, 
I'm a strong believer that words can be a type of psychedelic experience. And when I first came across that quote, I was all of a sudden, for the first time ever, comfortable enough with the concept of infinite nothingness. I still fear death. And I think a lot of people, when they say they don't fear death, it's really a privileged state. Um, and I think a lot of people are lying. I fear death. There is a lot I want to do. But I don't fear the possibility that there is nothing after we die. And I'm going to tell you that feeling is comfortable. Because as long as you need to believe that there is an eternal party that you are granted access to that will cover the spans of all your life forever after you die, and all you have to do is believe a simple creed, that when that belief shatters, when the first time you come in contact with the scary concept that there might not be anything after you die, That, that is not a place you want to be. That's not a place you want to be fighting fourth, fourth stage of cancer. That's not a place you want to be. When you're in the hospital and the doctor has some bad news. I am scared of dying for a stupid reason. When I see all these parkour guys... I think it's absolutely stupid. I think it's so stupid. But it is what it is. To me, I think I was so reckless. And a lot of you guys know about this. I was so reckless in my teenage years and early 20s that there's so many of the risk I took could have gone so terribly wrong. That to, for me now, I, I'm terrified of wasting my life for a stupid reason. I have a very strong sensation called the Pelle du Vide, um, the French call, which is the call of the void. I can't stand next to cliffs because I feel a, a, a deep primordial calling of the void. It hit me the strongest, uh, the hardest when I was... Um, Running, I live in Nice, and ran up. Um, I'm running along the Mediterranean, and there's a point where there, there, the it ascends up this hill, and then there's just a shore, and then it goes out to what looks like infinite black. And I'm gonna tell you, it was terrifying. There's not real guardrails or anything. I could just jump in. And that feeling terrified me enough to where I made a YouTube video. I took it down because I, I, my, my hairline looked trash on it because of the lighting and I was holding the, the camera a little bit too high. Um, <laughs> and um, But one of the things that I didn't... One of the things I, I, I just didn't understand why I love my life. You know, I love my life. Why am I getting this sensation, this suicidal impulse? 
and I'm no stranger to suicide or suicidal thoughts. Um, you know, I, I wrote my comedy hour at Edinburgh called If You Feel Like Killing Yourself, Call Me. Um, only got one review on it in Edinburgh. It was like a zero star review. They fucking hated it. Um, <laughs> um, it is funny that the people who love your show almost never go home and write about it. And um, I... So I meditated on it, and then I walked. The now next week I walked to the town of Ez, four hour walk. And there are a lot of like cliffs and drop offs into the Mediterranean along the way, and it I was so scared. I was so scared, and I didn't I didn't understand why I didn't understand. I didn't understand why. I was so scared until I realized it wasn't that I wanted to kill myself. It's that actually I wanted to stay alive. I wanted to stay alive so bad that my brain was like, Will, get away from these edges. You're clumsy. We see you mess up in the apartment all the time with no stakes. If you mess up here, you will die. Get away. And it's only showing me the, the feeling of death, right? Because fear is the most powerful emotion. It is the most primordial emotion. It is what binds us and bonds us to reptiles because reptiles do feel fear. It is almost universal among living things to have any kind of concept of self. It's the fear of non-existence. And so when I was getting the messages like, hey, hey, get away from this edge, get away from this edge, it looked, it felt, it felt like jump, jump. But that was my brain telling me what could be go wrong, what could go wrong. I think about suicide. I think about death. I think it's weird because a lot of people underestimate the brilliance of opportunity that can take place in a lifetime. And how life can be so much more than you ever thought it could be. And it's so much more unpredictable than you ever thought it could be. And your state right now, your life with the right course of action could be so drastically different a year from now. But you won't entertain the most of the opportunities available to you. Sartre calls this bad faith. Where we're so overwhelmed by the level, by the amount of opportunity available that we rather blind ourselves, think that all that we have in front of us is what we have and that's all we could do, but that's a lie. Now, one thing Sartre was wrong about was that we calculate these things. We calculate what we can do with the skill set we have. And that's why if you want to look at the world differently, upgrade your skills. Don't make a plan. Just upgrade your skills every day. Do more. Do more. Because the more skillful you become, the more opportunity you can perceive, the different your brain navigates with the world. Your brain knows what you're capable of with your current skill set. But as you advance your skill, your brain starts exploring more because it understands that you can actually provide more value, that there are opportunities for you to succeed. But you don't need an elaborate plan. All you need to know is know that you will die. That is a mathematically certain event. And if you're uncomfortable now and you're in a country that can listen to my voice, that you have opportunity to learn for free because of the Internet. 
And if you can find a way not to just learn things to sound smart, but to be skillful, the time between you right now and the you when you die, that lifetime in between will be drastically different and something that you can't even intellectually perceive because your brain can't even imagine being more skillful than it is right now. So that was my first day of talking about number with the word generator. I enjoyed it, man. Let me know if you guys enjoyed it. I think it's it's a fun way to keep things fresh and not I don't, I don't want to rehash the same thing. And I actually know a lot about a lot of daring topics. And um, yeah, but I appreciate you guys as always for listening as always like, you know, only a couple of you guys like, man. I just got to know I got to get the validation, man. Give me that. Give me another like if you're like, hey, man, I enjoyed some of this like that shit. Follow me on Instagram because I need it. And um, Godspeed and good night.